Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, family. That's right. It is the Me Too Talk podcast. And yes, it is the Truth Serum series where we promise to tell you the truth. The whole truth. And nothing but the truth. So, so help, help me God. God. Yes. Did you miss us? Oh, they. I think they did. Come on. Because Come you on know now. what? If you didn't, we missed you. And that's that's, the, that's enough. That's enough for me. Me missing you is all you need. Exactly. And it's another thing. Thank you all so much for the recent letters we've received. Um, we've heard some people who've had some big changes in their lives. We had some a lot of couples that are getting engaged. Yes. So we want to tell you all about it. We are back for Prep for Marriage at oh. our home church, Family Christian Center in Munster, Indiana. It's going down. Available online at Family christiancenter.org O-R-G So what we're encouraging you all to do is please join us live. You can join us what? Via Zoom? What yes they Come can. Okay, Via yeah. Zoom. Because you, you can't be in the place. Know. I know you I know you were going. <laughs> yes people we are online with official via Zoom. Come and join in on this class because it'll be it's very beneficial to your relationship. I mean I've been in it numerous times not only because I'm teaching it with my wife but because I'm, <laughs> I'm learning every day because I'm trying to be a better husband than I was yesterday today and every day going forward. Yeah. Because I drop the ball sometimes, people. Yeah. But I pick it back up. That's well, the most important thing. You got to pick it back up. You do. You have to pick it back up again. And we've had people that come back from marriage enrichment because the class is built yes. for all stages Ooh, of marriage, it. all seasons. Yes. <laughs> I'm enriching myself. That's yes. true. You are, and other people are too. And we have very large classes. We've had um, up to hundreds of people. We've had people from different countries. It is just so wonderful to see other people from different countries, different, different languages, and us learning together. And the one thing that is prominent is we all know who God is. Amen. We all know who we serve. Yes. And we know he is the king above kings. And he's the only one that can help and build and make or as well mend a relationship. Agreed. And you said that's encouraging to you because mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. But one of the most encouraging things to me is the fact that people are taking marriage so seriously. Yes. Because in my mind, I thought this generation was just like, eh coinciding living together that's cool you know let's pay these bills let's have these kids we can make this work uh -huh. but the fact that people still seek out and want marriage mm -hmm. come on man yeah. I, I love it yeah and that's so true don't allow the world to write out letters saying oh less people are getting married you know what in what area we're seeing love really as a surplus and it's a blessing to get yes. married and get married when it's a godly covenant come on. not just to get married because you know what we're gonna have a great suit or a great tuxedo and a wedding dress on the special day no we want you to have have a marriage okay yeah. a marriage that lasts so i guess that's what brought us to our title today dun, dun, talk dun. about that dun, dun, dun. give it to him rather come on okay all right get over yourself okay Please. <laughs> it ha. ain't all about you ha. okay why, why not why it, isn't it it isn't okay and we just oh my goodness you all know who those people are it's always about them they're always over upset oh my goodness so let's kind of tell Cisco you Cisco had means. a song right it's all about me 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was that Cisco Amaya. Yep. So what you going to do? Come on. Come on yes, now. yes. It was exactly that. Exactly what you said. Okay. So let's kind of give you all the definition for this. Okay. Because okay. when you hear someone say, get over yourself, what are they talking about? Okay. This is literally when someone is saying over and over again, it's like, hey, you know what? This person is focusing solely on themselves and possibly complaining too much about every little thing. Okay. They think the world revolves around them. They think the problems that they're dealing with it's only about them Facts. but you know what i thought you know especially in a relationship situation i thought it wasn't all about me it's all about we facts facts that's that's actually funny when you talk when you're saying this i've seen it from the standpoint of in movies especially uh -huh. where people make such a big deal about nothing mm -hmm. like they'll blow their own problems up 
and then they're only doing it to be heard and not act necessarily to get anything resolved yeah and like it's like you get into the relationship for the standpoint of just having arm candy uh-huh. and just having somebody by your side versus uh-huh. having a relationship like you were saying from me to we instead of me 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 so, no, man, this is crazy. It's crazy. Well, you know, it's so funny. You all know we love the Urban Dictionary here on the Me Do We Talk podcast. Isn't that the only dictionary there is? No, there's multiple, but okay. yes, we love Shout the- out to Webster. Yeah, <laughs> but this one is UrbanDictionary.com, okay. and it says getting over yourself or get over yourself may mean it's a patronizing phrase used to tell someone that you believe they hold too high of an opinion of themselves mm. or are behaving in a conceited or pompous manner, Okay. okay. I think that's a really good definition, to be honest. That sounds like a Cambridge, you know? But it's it's so it's so on point. They think too high of themselves, you know? And they believe that their problems are just, they're the only ones that matter. Oh, my goodness, right? Okay? And so we want to prepare you that if you are trying to be in a relationship, uh, I mean, this is a character flaw issue, okay? Agreed. It's a certain thing you have to get out of your own way mm-hmm. like it's not about me it's about us but my real question to you is if you encounter this mm-hmm. how do you not necessarily knock them down a peg but approach the situation with more love and grace well you know what i would really first take them to the word because that's where you know the word is our foundation it's mm-hmm. the truth right? right and these are things or mandates from god right so i would go directly to romans 12 okay i'm serious okay. but romans 12 3 if i'm gonna be specific but it says do not think of yourself more highly than mm. you ought but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith god has given you okay, okay? so what it's saying is there don't just think you're just all the way up here you know but rather think of yourself sober sober to be sober means to be alert to be aware in your mindset right right? Mm -hmm. and you're gonna also go with the measure of faith that God has given you so he's saying you know everyone is given a measure of faith right so don't go above the measure he's given you thinking too high of yourself thinking you don't need anyone that it's all about you because when you start thinking only about yourself Mm -hmm. then you can't even possibly worry about the concerns that God has called us all to do facts man I'm, I'm learning from you, girl. Don't stop. There's, there's two, thing, two things I just took from that. When you are so involved in yourself, you can't make space for anybody else. Exactly. Like, it's all about you so no one else can come into that circle. Yeah. But also, what I heard you say as well is when it's all about me and I'm only focused on me, mm-hmm. you can miss out on something good. Yes. Because you you think you're on this level. Uh-huh. And if no one is at this level with you, then I'm not going to step down to your level. Oh. So you can miss out on such a very oh, good thing good, for the simple fact that you you think you're above somebody else. That's good, babe. That is so good. It, it's good, but it's good for <laughs> being bad, right? But it was a good word, okay? And you know what? You're making me think of Philippians. In Philippians 2, 3, where it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Okay. You know, rather in humility, value others above yourself, right? right. So this is where it comes in, right? And, and especially, like, I want to bring this to your prayer life. You know, let's bring some focus. When you're going to pray, are you only praying about oh, your own concerns? Come on. Are you only praying about what you need? And I'm going to tell you, I've been guilty of this. I'm like, Lord, why didn't I get this raise? Or Lord, why are they treating me this way? Lord, why are the kids talking to me this way? You know, why isn't Connell, you know, it's always me, me, me. But we're, remember, we're it's, it's about feelings. we, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think about um, the Lord's Prayer, right? Okay. The Lord's Prayer is a model for how we're supposed to live and pray and speak to the Lord, right? And it doesn't say my father in heaven it says our father in heaven 
that means it's meant to be a corporate way of praying that it's not just about you it's about all of us it's all about everyone as a whole and if you're only praying about yeah. yourself we say this often don't we say you're not doing justice to prayer if you're Facts. only praying for yourself if you don't even have a supplication for someone else and, and oh my goodness god just dropped into my shondo somebody's like what does supplication mean right okay. So supplication is, is a form of prayer, but it's considered as, you know, you literally going before the Lord, any situation in which you must entreat someone in power for help or a favor. You're saying, Lord, I need you to, I, I'm pleading with you humbly, right? For you to take on this for me, right? Mm -hmm. But you're supposed to ask to intercede on the behalf of others, okay? Yes. And so we have a habit where we're only praying about what we need, right? And all the things that are, you know, well, we want right and and when I'm talking about we you you like it's all about me right and so you're asking God for everything that you need but you're not asking God for everything that we need right agreed, agreed. okay go ahead honey I'm no, sorry no, to I was, to cut I was it wasn't even that I wanted to just coast on everything you said because that was so on point again learning because <laughs> so when you're saying now I'm thinking about how it's, you make these certain points all the time where a person's true character always rises to the top right mm -hmm. and there's there's literally like a few things they make you realize if a person is a good person or, or how they're going to treat you. Okay. We always go back to like however they treat their mom is how they're going to treat you, right? Yeah. However they treat individuals who, are, who they deem lesser than them mm -hmm. is how they're going to treat you and so forth, right? But the, another key component is what you just said is how, how do they pray? Yes. Like, do they pray for you? Mm -hmm. Do they pray for others? Or are they just praying for themselves and their selfish desires and what they need? Yes. So that's a, a very key component of their character as well. Yeah, no, that that right there, Kano, you're on point with that. If someone, again, how are they really supposed to have your back, right? Mm -hmm. You know, prayer is when someone has your back blind spots that is the spirit of intercession to intercede asking god to intercede on behalf of someone else yes, right yes. and then you know what then all your needs will be met from there right the way you should pray is and we teach this to our kids and, and we're going to do an episode about this too so you guys please um, be on the listen for it uh it will be coming out soon but it's the five finger prayer right yeah, yeah. and we're going to be talking about you're supposed to pray for before you even get to yourself Come right on, but you always want to make sure that you're making room if, if, if you pray if you're having problems at your job let me give you an example right let's say you're not getting the, the things that you need you're worried about inflation right now well I'm telling you make sure and my pastor said this and I loved it but you you're registered at Heaven's Bank there is no <laughs> problem there okay Come on, man. you know stop worrying about this man-made bank but talk about the Lord but let's go back to that right so you're having problems at work right and you want to pray about how your boss is treating you your supervisor is treating you nobody will promote you right. you need more money yeah. it's too tough out here right and you're praying that way right you're like lord i need more money i need more money that's not the way that you pray if you really want to resolve okay Agreed. okay Agreed. and it's not that the, those prayers are invalid please i'm not invalidating you what i'm saying is i want to validate you through prayer and the way that you do is this you say lord i pray for the president of my company father god i pray that they make wise decisions that will benefit everyone that works here father god i ask that they have financial surplus they have financial growth father god yes. and then father god I, not only do i pray for the president i pray for the board of directors father mm. god that they make wise decisions that they put the right people in the right seat father god father god i also pray i pray for my direct supervisor father god i pray that not only that they
they will give me guidance, Father God, mm. but that they will show me which way to go, that yes. they will help develop me and train me, Father God, for whatever obstacles that may come that I may not even be aware of that they're dealing with, Father God. And then, Father God, I ask that you remove any barriers to entry, Father God. I pray for those that work alongside me, shoulder to shoulder, yes. my co-workers, Father yes. God. I pray that their needs are met, that they have the finances that they need, Father God, that they're covered, that they have the benefits and the care, Father God. Mm. I pray for all those things, but above all else, Father, let me thank you, Father God. Yes. Thank you that I got a job in the yes. first place. Thank you, Father, that I have more than enough, Father God. Come on. Thank you when other people have been let go, Father God, I'm covered. 10,000 have fallen to my left, 1,000 to my right, but I'm still, no harm has come to my tent. Amen. Father God, I thank you that no matter what I do, Father God, I have benefits, Father God. Thank you that I have food in my refrigerator yes. and my cabinets are full, Father yes. God. I never have to beg for bread. Thank you, Father, in advance for my promotion. Father God, Come thank on. you in advance for what I'm going to get next. Father, thank you in advance through my circumstance and no matter how hard it gets, Father God, thank you. Thank you before, thank you during, and thank you after, Father God. Thank you, amen and amen. amen. I know no matter what you say, it's yes and amen. I know no matter what I do, it's going to be Come yes on. and amen. It's going to be thank say you it. and amen. It's going to be covered. Yes. I'm good. I'm protected. And you know what? All the things I was worried about, what am I worried about? Because you got my back. Yes. All I got to do is say thank you and everything else will come, Father God. I thank you in advance of who you are and thank you for letting me serve you. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to pray for those around me. Say and it. Father God, thank you for allowing me to be a light in the middle of the darkness at work so that everybody knows where my hope comes from. Yes. Thank you in advance, Father God, yes. for allowing me to see my future before I step in it, Father God. Come and on. Father God, make sure that I'm ready for what the next thing that I'm asking for. I, Father oh, God, yes, I yes. thank you. Say I thank that. you. Yes. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Yes. That is a different type of prayer than to say, Lord, I need more. Oh. Do you know how ungrateful that is? Oh. Right? Wow. And I'm telling you, I'm speaking from a place of understanding because I have done those things. It's like, oh, he's given me this, but instead of thank you, I want more. I haven't even said thank you for what I got already, but I want more. You know, as you were saying that and you started your prayer from the top down, the first thing that popped in my head is the trickle down effect. Yes. But 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 the the one the one that man thinks about is the bad one where the wealthy mm -hmm. and and then the wealth just trickles down from there. Yeah. But but the one that you just gave, that was so dope because it's that prayer trickle down effect. Uh -huh. Like you start at the top first, God. Give give my boss it. just what he needs because I'm gonna get what I'm gonna I'm gonna get what I deserve at the end. Man, that was just so dope. Oh. I, I love that trickle-down effect. Yes. Versus the one man talks about yes, so often. You, he's talking about it, and you guys can look this up. You can look this up on Investopedia, whatever you want. <laughs> but he's talking about the trickle-down theory. So seriously, that's the truth. That's where it's, they're saying, oh, the people at the top are going to get the tax breaks and the benefits. And if they do, then it'll come from the wealthy and then trickle-down mm -hmm. to those that are less fortunate, middle class, all the right. way down to the lower class, right? But we like that. We like trickle-down economics and prayer. We're going to coin that. Let's go trademark that now. today. We'll trademark it before this episode comes out. I'll Come tell you on. that right now. <laughs> so God, look, I'm just telling you that that's how you have to look at that. Look at it Amen. when it comes to prayer. It Agreed. really does. Agreed. You know, so it's not just about you, right? Oh. You're going to ask for intercession on the behalf of others, asking God to intercede for you in ways you never even thought about, you know? Agree. You know, it's funny because as you're saying that, I think about um, on the judgment seat, right? Mm -hmm. When you go before God, he, and he says, what have you done for me almost, right? Mm -hmm. He asks, who, who did you bring to my house you know what Ooh. I mean because it's not about you God I brought me mm -hmm. I'm here Lord yep. I did everything I was supposed to do but I didn't ask you to do that I asked you to go save him him and him yeah. and her her and her yes. where are they 
Ooh. Because you didn't do what I said, and you can't enter into, you know, the throne, right? You yeah. can't enter into these gates. So that's how it goes back to it's not about you. It's about what you're going to do while you're here. How are you going to make this world a better place than it was before you got here? You know, it just reminds me. So we at our church, you know, we're elders at our church, too. And one of our uh, pastors, uh, his name is Poet. And I love his name. You know, God, you see how God does that? <laughs> He's, it's poetic, right? And he was talking to us about being leaders in the church. And, and he used John 21. And it was really, you know, if you think about John uh, you know, 21, that's a threefold command to feed my sheep, right? right? And each time Jesus said, you know, feed my sheep. It was his response to everything, right? Peter's threefold declaration of love for Jesus, he was like, feed my sheep. Okay, and you guys have to think about that. And I thought about that when he said that it, it hit me so deep in my heart. And even when I think about it now, I, I, I can see the effects in what we're talking about today. Right. Okay. You know, if you're only doing everything for yourself, what are you doing for the kingdom? Right. Yeah. What are you doing to bring someone else with you? Just like my husband said. And I remember it was a book by John Bevere, you know, and it was talking about, you know, your future. Right. And it was talking about when you bring someone when you go before the Lord like my husband was talking about you'll be like hey I, I brought you this and he said I didn't add, they'll, they'll say hey I brought 10,000 people to God look what I did he said but I told you to bring your family right yeah. and then they'll say oh I brought these 10 pastors look who I did and all this he said but I told you to bring your spouse right yeah. and so you, you're focusing on all these other things and you're not looking at the whole big picture and that's really what it is when you have big picture thinking then you can have bigger things and bigger things come your way bigger dreams come your way Amen. there's more that yes, God yes. will give to you and you're not even, and that shouldn't even be your number one focus for doing it it should bring you joy to make sure that you make someone happy that you bring bring someone to Christ like that to me is powerful like I Agreed. love everything I love marriage ministry I want you all to understand something but I'm now a part of baptism ministry and to know that heaven sings every time someone gives their life to God yeah. right every time there's a praising and rejoicing in heaven every time someone says I'm coming to Christ yeah. you know it's not just about you come on now come on now and what about somebody else what are you doing for someone else what are you doing when nobody's watching that's what I really want to know, Ooh. you know, and you know what? You should ask yourself that. Do you only do good when people are looking or are you doing good because it's just who you are and it's what God has mandated you yes. to do? Yes. Come Man. on. Don't get me fired Man, up. Fam, I, I'm, like come you, on. You, you nunchucking this thing. You, I try, I try. <laughs> because awesome. as you're saying it, I'm thinking about the kids, right? It's the word of I'm, God, I'm, though. It is, it is. But I'm thinking about the fact of um, the children before they reach the age of accountability. Mm -hmm. Like, it can't be about me. It's about, it can't be about us. It's about them. Yeah. Like, how are we leading them before they can make that decision for themselves? Absolutely. Like, for instance, mm -hmm. Avery, mm -hmm. he's a baby. Uh -huh. he, we, we're accountable for him, still, yes. right? Yeah. So it's not about us, it's about him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what are we doing for him to make sure he gets to the level he's supposed to get to? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to always think about that. What are you doing for the next person and then this next generation? Because it's not about you. Like, we've been here for some 40 odd years. Mm -hmm. He's going to come back anytime now, right? Mm -hmm. our, our life is like we're halfway there if he allows us to live any longer, hopefully. You know, mm -hmm. give me another 40. I'll take you. But the fact of the matter is, like, we're sowing seeds for the next generation. Mm -hmm. So what are we leaving them? Yes. Um, 
you, you know, when you say, see, we, we have to answer that because I don't want anyone to ever get lost in that, okay? So when, when Canel is talking about the age of accountability, it's the teacher in me. Um, we don't want to <laughs> make an assumption that you know what we're talking about. That so the point. age of accountability, when you're talking about that, it, it's the belief that children are not held accountable by God for their sins until they reach a certain age. And that if that child dies before reaching the age of accountability, the child will be, you know, by the grace and mercy of God, be granted entrance into heaven, okay? I want you to understand something, and this is going to be hard for you all to hear. Yes, we are accountable for our children, but children aren't, um, they're born into sin, okay? And it's, and they're beautiful to us, and they're innocent, and they're and God loves them, right? But they're not innocent of being sinless, okay? So we have to help you understand that there is inherited sin, right? Mm -hmm. Meaning your child inherits sin until they get to the age of accountability where they can make a choice to choose the Lord or not, okay? Right. And then there's imputed sin, right? And and you and you and you know what I'm talking about there. Inherited sin is that which is passed on from your parents, okay? And then you also have to understand when you're speaking about imputed sin, okay? What is imputed sin? Okay, I'll tell you this, okay? Remember, you know, with the tree of knowledge of good and evil and act of disobedience, right? And, and it produced, you know, an ability for us to go to the grave, okay? Okay. There was a twofold, I would say there was a twofold effect to humanity, okay? The mm -hmm. first effect was the original sin and the second was imputed sin, okay? And Adam being the head of all the human race, right? He's mm -hmm. the father of us all, right? Right. On earth, right? Caused every person after him to be born into a fallen condition of sin. Okay. okay. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. I, I want to make sure that everyone understands that. So, you know, just because, you know, you are believing, you still, you're to teach your children, right? But recognize they have, they're born into this because this is the inheritance we all have, right? Agreed. And so your actions cover your children, right? right? And so when my husband is saying, you better start thinking about these things, right? You can't just think about yourself when your children aren't at an age to make a, a choice, right? right? But I will tell you, they're closer to heaven than you, right? You mm -hmm. know? saying that and so you got to make sure that you're protecting training developing and growing them and yes, recognizing yes. it's not just about you when you don't want to get up and go to church mm. or if you don't want to pray with them it's Say not it. just about you right it's about them too and and you got to make sure you protect them from the fallen nature of man and that's the imputation it's an attribution or or crediting something or someone with sin imputed sin is adam's guilt attributed to or credited to us unfortunately okay? Okay. Right. So, so again, we can't move like it's just about us. Facts. And, and don't get me, don't get me started. We're going to tell you <laughs> about how you pray for your children, how you pray with and for your children so that they are armor bearers of Christ, that they are little ambassadors of Christ. Amen. You know, we want to make them change agents. Right. And we tell our boys that all the time. We're like, man, you guys are superstars. You're change agents. You're going to help change the world that Great. you're in, you know? You want to be the change you want to see, right? I love that that quote from Mahatma Gandhi. So I, I just hope that we gave you all some good knowledge and good information that it ain't all about you. Mm -mm. Don't you take all this time nope. praying just about all the little things. I want a new car. I want a new this. I want a new that. You better pray for your soul and your salvation and those of others. Come right? on now. Come if on. you're not praying for your president, no matter who's in, in charge, it's on you. If you Don't get mad. If you don't pray for those that you work with, if you don't pray for every member of your family, Say don't it. complain about the outcome. Right? Say it. If you don't pray for your marriage and the marriages of others, 
It's not about you, right? And if you don't pray for the head of your church and you don't pray for their protection and their undergirdment, it is on you. You are to pray for your leaders, okay? Amen, amen, amen. That's a whole nother episode. Come on, girl. I'm sorry. Give it to him. God, you're so good. Thank you. I love this episode. All right, Father God, I just thank you so much. We want to end in prayer. Father, thank you so much for what you do, Father God. I thank you for everyone that is listening under the sound of my voice, Father God. Give them grace. Give them mercy in their week. Give them everything that they've asked for, Father God. Give them over and beyond. Give them a spirit of gratefulness. Father God, anything that that is not like you, Father God, remove it from them. Father God, have them repeat after me. Lord, I'm not perfect perfect father god but i seek to love your perfect love father god anything that's not like you father god remove it father god anything that makes me not being able to step in your presence father god remove it any unforgiveness i have for my neighbor friends or those that i love father god remove it father god and replace it with you father god with your fruit of the spirit father god i thank you i thank you for your love i thank you for your joy and i thank you for this opportunity father god i will be better i will be greater and i will pray and love for someone else because it's not just about me. Amen. 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 Thank you all so much for letting us tell you the truth. Thank you so much for letting us tell you the whole truth. And thank you for letting us tell you nothing but the truth. So So help help me God. God. Thank you all and we'll see you next time.